This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The liturgical scripture readings for the 20th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Observe what is right, do what is just, for my salvation is about to come, my justice about to be revealed. The foreigners who joined themselves to the Lord, ministering to Him, loving the name of the Lord, and becoming His servants, all who keep the Sabbath free from profanation and hold to my covenant, them I will bring to my holy mountain and make joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be acceptable on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm. O God, let all the nations praise you. O God, let all the nations praise you. May God have pity on us and bless us. May he let his face shine upon us. So may your way be known upon earth among all nations, your salvation. O God, let all the nations praise you. May the nations be glad and exult because you rule the peoples in equity. The nations on the earth you guide. O God, let all the nations praise you. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. May God bless us, and may all the ends of the earth fear him. O God, let all the nations praise you. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I am speaking to you, Gentiles. Inasmuch as I am the apostles to the Gentiles, I glory in my ministry in order to make my race jealous and thus save some of them. For if their rejection is the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from death? For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. Just as you once disobeyed God, but have now received mercy because of their disobedience, so they have now disobeyed in order that by virtue of the mercy shown to you, they too may now receive mercy. For God delivered all to disobedience, that he might have mercy upon all. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 
But the woman came and did Jesus homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as your wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we are here with the 20th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and what I've noticed is our readings really have a focus on foreigners and Gentiles and Jews. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and and, they, and I, I was going to do that, you know, that uh, lions and tigers and bears, and That's I just... Right. <laughs> Sometimes I just need to help. We're getting getting a little goofy in the production room here. <laughs> anyway, and our, our, our readings do, they go on to explain that God's plan of salvation, it isn't based on a scale of social class, but rather that through the mercy of God, salvation is made available to all who choose to follow the Lord. And we're going to see this theme running through all of our readings. Yeah, I mean, what Isaiah says in this first reading to me is really a big deal. We know that... Salvation is from the Jews. We read that in John 4, verse 22. But salvation is not just for the Jews, but for everyone. And what he's saying here is that blood ties are no longer the criteria for membership of the community of the people of God. It's an open invitation to all without exception. And what do we need to do? We need to observe what is right and do what is just. And of course, this reaches a fulfillment in Christ and our church. Exactly, exactly. And when Isaiah talks about foreigners who join themselves to the Lord. Well, the category of foreigners that Isaiah refers to are all of those who were not born into the house of Israel. Israel, or Isaiah, sorry about it, Isaiah, he, he, he keeps it simple. And he says that all who join themselves to Israel keep the law of God. They were all going to share in God's salvation under the old covenant. And that basic truth, that basic promise of salvation, it has remained intact even through the onset of the new covenant. We're all sinners, but those who continue to live in unrepented sin also remain foreigners because sin puts us into exile. It separates us from God's friendship. Reconciliation. Reconciliation is a personal and unique act. It's an act of restoration that happens between God and the sinner. To become reconciled with God means we must be honest about who we are, the mistakes we've made, and have a sincere desire to turn away from sin and to walk closely with God. As we learn to make God our first priority in everything we do, we also develop a sincere desire to follow his law. This is the grace of reconciliation, and those who live in this grace are on the path to salvation. Yeah, and and Paul, in our second reading today of the Romans, wants both Jew and Gentile to accept the message and the gospel of Jesus Christ, doesn't he? Yes, yeah, he goes on, he reminds the Gentiles that their opportunity to receive the good news of salvation came for the most part because it was rejected by the Jews who were the chosen people of God. And he cautions them to not become prideful 
Because, you know, that is a human tendency, you know, when the underdog learns that they are going to be able to share in the spoils of the champion. You know? <laughs> Just think about two little kids, right? You know, they have a toy they're supposed to share, and the little child starts complaining, you know, oh, David's not sharing with me, and dad steps in and tells the older sibling, you know, hey, you've had it long enough, give it to That's your right. brother. That's right, it's time to share. Right, yeah. So then the little brother takes it, takes it all, <laughs> and look what I got, right? They start flaunting it in <laughs> front of the older one. So there's there's that prideful thing. That might have happened in my house once or yeah, twice. Once or twice, yeah, where, where there are children and toys, no that's doubt. That's right. But that's what, that's what St. Paul is talking about, you know, to not let that... Um, you know, the, pri- the the pridefulness over- overtake him. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm picturing now the Pirates of the Caribbean when, you know, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow got, I got a jar of dirt, I got a jar of dirt. <laughs> Look what I got. Just because you have it, I want it, right. <laughs> That's yes. exactly right. And, and I'm going to pick up on, I guess, three lines on what really Paul was saying here is, you know, when he talks about how the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable, he's saying God's covenant and promises with the Israelites, it still stands. I'm still giving you this gift, Jews and the Israelites, this nation of the Israelites. But now I'm going to make this covenant available to all. And that's why he says in so much, Paul says, I'm an apostle to the Gentiles. But then he says here, I do want to make my race, the Israelites, I want to make them jealous, right? And kind of along this thing where maybe that's a bit of unusual way to say this, uh, but he wants his Jewish brothers and sisters to see the beauty and the truth of the Christian message. And you, you kind of hit on the, uh, on the prideful part of it. Uh, I'm kind of thinking about maybe the jealousy part where, you know, what about when you give your child's toy to another child? Maybe it's a, a visiting visiting kid or child in your in your house. And, you know, your child hasn't played with this toy in a month. It's been sitting on the shelf. He pays no attention to it. But as soon as you give that child that toy to the other child, man, it is all of a sudden his favorite toy. And that's, that's what he mine. wants, right? Give yeah. it back, right? <laughs> yep. So there boy, there's a lot of boy, parenting can sure teach you a lot about the gospel, can it? Yeah, yeah. You think <laughs> you think St. Paul might have had a child or two, right? That's right, exactly. So again, there but note that what we're saying here is even with the pride and the jealousy, God is giving this gift to everyone. And right. I think that's so important for us to remember. <laughs> it is. It's just interesting the way he uses this as an example. Oh, it's just, us, it right? really, boy, it can come alive when you start putting it in a family context, yeah, can't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 very true. Well, let's go ahead and make some comments about the gospel according to Matthew. Uh, this is actually kind of, let me set the stage here a little bit. So you have Noah back in the Old Testament. Noah had Ham, Ham had Canaan, and then the first son of Canaan was Sidon. So this, set, this really sets the stage because now Christ is in this region of Tyre and Sidon. Canaan, by the way, was cursed by Noah back in Genesis 9. And the Jews and the Canaanites were bitter enemies during this day. So to have a Canaanite woman come to a, and to a Jew, that's really a big deal. And that's where the sage is set here for this gospel today. Okay, right. Yeah. So when the, when, and yeah, when the woman in the gospel reading, she asked Jesus, for, she asked him for help. And at first, he, he seems to ignore her, and but she kept at him. She kept asking, and finally, he he made a comment. He responded to her. He said, "It's it's not right to take food from the children and give it to the dogs." Now he didn't say that to hurt her feelings. Jesus would not have stooped that low. It's just a bad translation from Aramaic to Greek to English and stuff gets lost along the way. And the word used by Jesus was actually more closely related to the English word puppies. And uh, St. John Chrysostom, he explains that this term means 
someone, it's referring to a person who cannot be prideful and is completely dependent upon the mercy and kindness of God. So this was Jesus's way of letting that woman know that he recognized the sincerity of her heart by using that, by calling her, you know, referring to her as we don't give, you know, the, the food of the children to the right, dogs. Right, and she right. wasn't part of the house of Israel. Yes, right. yeah, he was recognizing the truth. He wasn't trying to put her down in summer. Right. That was not an act of of cruelty. Um, and in her raw honesty, that allowed this woman to be genuinely humble, you know, to be honest. So humble, in fact, that Jesus responded to her by saying, a woman, great is your faith. You know, God challenges all of us in ways that help us grow in faith. And sometimes he will allow us to struggle in difficult situations that will require us to make an honest assessment about our own sin and weakness. He doesn't do this to make us self-loathing, but rather to help us grow in humility as we better understand the truth about who we are and who God is. Yeah, and the Canaanite woman must have been pretty desperate to approach a Jew for help. But as we kind of talked about the family theme in the second reading, you know, as a parent, you're willing to do anything necessary to help your child. And much like through the intercession, you talked about throwing uh, the food to the dogs. She's willing to help accept any help that she can. And she's willing to endure embarrassment in the process. But yet her faith is active in her words and her works. And God blesses her for that. And, and I like the, this, this quote from St. John Vianney. He says this, we often find that our Lord does not grant us what we ask for immediately. He delays meeting our request so that our desire might increase in ardor, so that we might better appreciate the value of what we ask for. It is not a refusal, but a test that prepares us to receive more abundantly what we desire. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.